It's that home tonight, eh? Gonna turn it up, please. I'm home nice. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with yeah, party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing good. Just that Harlem life, just that Harlem thing. Salute. What's up? Salute, salute. You already know what time it is. All right, let's get into it. Joe Smith. Long time ago, NBA number one draft pick. He boils after he learns his wife is on OnlyFans. That's effed up. Smith played for 12 teams in his NBA career. I mean, he get, he's feuded. He got so upset, it almost like he broke his, his heart was broken. I don't see what's the big deal, man. It is what it is. Joe Smith, the number one overall pick, overall pick. Back in 1995, NBA draft went viral during the week as he learned his wife, Keisha Chavis, was on OnlyFans. Chavis filmed Smith's reaction as the former top selection was brooding over the revelation. Chavis was sipping on her coconut water and the two had a back and forth discussion about the matter. I can't believe I'm sitting here just finding out you got an OnlyFans, Smith says in the clip. Out of the, all of these years, the disrespect that comes with it, you could have talked to me before you did it. Mm, that's bull. That's effed up, Keish. I'm telling you, that's effed up. Chavis went on to the, she went on the defense and dismissed the notion that it was effed up, effed up that she was on the subscription-based platform. You're not going to say the F me. You're not going to say this is effed up because it's not effed up. I have an OnlyFans page, and he he's mad because he's just now found out about it, she says. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself. So she she's basically like masturbating, I see. I don't, I've never been on OnlyFans. I can't tell you nothing about it. I've seen it on Twitter, yeah. I think I've seen OnlyFans um, footages on like porn sites time to time. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself. So why should I have to tell you my body, my effing choice? The video went viral Sunday on X, on Twitter. Chavis went on to say that Smith knew who she was when he first met her. She was a singer in Europe before meeting Smith. And she told TMZ on Tuesday that the two had fallen on hard times since the coronavirus pandemic began. Chavis told the news outlet, or Chavis told TMZ she felt like she had to step it up. I'm just sorry that he can't understand that. It wasn't a selfish decision, she stated. It was a decision that I made. I made an executive decision when my man wasn't taking the lead. I really love Joe. Chavis added that she had the account for more than a year, and Smith didn't find out about it until he was told by one of his friends he's been entertaining. Despite the problems the two have had, Chavis made it clear she has no interest in having a divorce. I don't want to be alone, but you know, if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be. But I don't think we'll have a divorce. I don't think so. 
I think he'll come around to it, she stated. Smith played in the NBA from 1995 to 2011. His career spanned with 12 teams, starting with the Golden State Warriors and ending with the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Smith will calm down, man. you be all right. Uh, this is America, man. All right. It's the opposite of, what, Islam? I don't even want to get into that. You know, that's just what it is. Uh, I wouldn't trip out, but uh, Smith, he, uh, I don't know, man. Bro, this is just how it is. Uh, everybody's on OnlyFans looking at everything, you know. It's just what it is. You got peeping eyes everywhere, peeping toms everywhere, and they got those damn internet, you know, to keep these people occupied, especially peeping toms. You know, hey, I say Smith find something, go find something to do, all right? Go find, I ain't say get even. I'm not trying to suggest that, Mr. Smith. I'm just saying, brother, go find you something to do, all right? All right? It might, con it might cause controversy in your household, but I'm not trying to help you do anything to get back to her. I'm not even like that. I'm not even vindictive. I'm just saying, go find you something to do, brother. Go find you something to do. If you need to go get you another cell phone, get you another cell phone. If you need you to get you a small goddamn storage unit so you can hide your cell phone, go get it. All right, brother? Brother, I'm not saying lying. I'm just saying, go find you some business. All right? Let's keep it moving. These are sad times in America, ladies and gentlemen. Illinois State Police dash cam captures the moment a Chicago murder suspect fires shots at an officer. Dash cam shows the moment a suspect fired at an Illinois State Police officer. Dash cam video released on Tuesday shows the horrifying moment an Illinois State Police officer was allegedly fired upon by a Chicago man last week near Springfield, Illinois. On October 24th, just before 11 p.m., officials say Illinois State Police Officer Dakota Chapman Green stopped a Cristobal Santana in the 1600 block of Toronto Road. The video shows Santana got out of his vehicle during the stop and exchanged gunfire with Officer Chapman Green. Police say Santana fired at least 10 shots and that the officer was struck several times. Officials say that Santana also allegedly beat Chapman Green, causing facial fractures and a skull fracture and a brain bleed. The brain was also bleeding. According to police, Santana fled the scene but was taken into custody a few hours later. Police say Santana was a suspect in the murder of his ex-girlfriend, Adriana Lopez. She was shot Sunday night near her home in the 5400 block of South Narragansett Avenue in Chicago. Officials say Chapman Green and Santana remain in the hospital. I have no idea, no idea what's going on in America. Every night, every day, there's new stories, new episodes of somebody getting shot right here in America. We can never have peace. I don't know what's going on with these people with their damn pistols. Every day you see some goddamn resting flick 
going on in some community somewhere in America about somebody pulling out their pistol and handling handling their differences or handling whatever that's pissing them off with a pistol. I say the same stories time and time again. You know what I'm saying? The only difference is same shit, different day. Uh, matter of fact, let's keep it moving. You already know what time it is. This is your man, Ben's Pharrell. Uh, let me see what else is over here in this news. What the fuck? Chicago races to keep thousands of migrants warm ahead of a bone-chilling winter. The mayor's office says the city has welcomed more than 19,000 asylum seekers since August 2022. The city of Chicago has announced plans to assist migrants who found themselves exposed to the cold in the oncoming months ahead. Mayor Brandon Johnson's office on Sunday announced the deployment of warming buses provided by the Chicago Transit Authority to designate locations. The city is also collaborating with external partners to provide blankets, coats, and other items according to a press release. And right, the warming bus, the Transit Authority is providing that, right? Hmm. City officials say the Windy City has accepted more than 19,000 migrants since August 2022, but they are not the only ones who will need assistance during the winter. There are over 68,000 Chicagoans experiencing homelessness, according to a recent study, the city says. Many migrants are currently living in tents that will likely not offer them adequate protection against the bone-chilling cold weather. According to news sources, reports say shelters in the city are at full capacity. Ooh, we know the weather is getting ready to get cold. And when it gets cold outside, a lot of these folks aren't familiar with the cold weather like we are. So that's going to take some transition. But we'll be here to help them as well. Major Kendall Matthew of the Salvation Army told news sources. The charitable organization recently passed out hundreds of care packages in Chicago that contain gift cards, hygiene products, and diapers to migrants. Mm. The city of Chicago continues to receive new arrivals on buses from the state of Texas and flights from San Antonio, Texas, New York City, New York, and Denver, Colorado. The press release from the mayor's office states. Okay, so for... Uh, that's it right there. So, yeah, I, I mean, everybody knows that. I don't know how they survived it last year, but Chicago is real cold. I can tell you that much. Colder than New York City. It's because Chicago got that cold weather just like Detroit. It's cold like that. Canada weather is super cold up there. I'm telling you that right now. I don't even like the cold. That's why I'm in Texas. I'm in Houston, Texas. I'd rather be hot than cold. I really don't like cold weather. It really racks my nerves. I can't mess with the cold weather. I can't function as well when it's frigid cold. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I don't know about this migrant influx that's been uh, ravaging the goddamn country. I don't know about it, man. I know there's people that's seeking asylum, and people been seeking asylum for um, decades in America, for 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 the past what, sixty years, probably way longer than that. To be honest with you, 
you know. And plus, America is made up of nothing but immigrants. We all are immigrants. Some people are getting mad. Even the goddamn white supremacist people be getting mad. But they technically are immigrants, too. They are not from this land. This is not your land, you know what I'm saying? You bullied somebody and took their land from them. So, see what I'm saying? Those are the facts. So, you know, you can get mad if you want to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, at the same time, I'm not advocating for the fucking asylum seekers. I'm not advocating for it. You know what I'm saying? But you got to understand this country was built from a bunch of immigrants. You know what I'm saying? So, you can't get mad at that shit. All right? You know, because at the same time, we have people that are homeless in this country and I think the government should look out for them too, you know? They homeless, they got mental illness. Mental illness is a problem in this country, so you need to deal with that, you know? Uh, I don't know how much money America has, but a lot of people are pretty worried. Anyway, let's keep it moving. You know what time it is, this is Thinking Out Loud, what's up? All right, a former Ohio nurse aide received 65 years behind bars after stealing from elderly residents. Suzanne Gwynn of Ohio. All right. Uh, I think that's pretty harsh. It's a pretty harsh term. Uh, they tried to overturn it, but somebody overturned it back and gave her 65 years. The Ohio Supreme Court has upheld a 65-year prison term imposed on a central Ohio woman who pleaded guilty to stealing jewelry and other valuables from several dozen elderly residents at nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Former nurse aide Suzanne Gwynn pleaded guilty in 2016 to 46 of 101 charges, including burglary, theft, and receiving stolen property. As part of a plea deal, she acknowledged stealing jewelry, watches, and other items from residents of a senior living facilities. Gwen told the judge she began stealing items from patients' rooms to support her cocaine habit while working as a nurse at an assisted living facility in 2004. She said she was later fired but kept going to the facilities in Delaware County and in Franklin County in her uniform and stealing from rooms. Investigators found more than 3,000 items at her home. So, here goes the hard part. The high court's decision Wednesday follows a tangled history of appeals. The trial court imposed consecutive sentences, saying no single prison term would be adequate given the serious offenses. In 2017, the 5th District Court of Appeals overturned the sentence, citing Gwen's age and status, and status as a nonviolent first-time offender and said a 15-year prison term was appropriate. That's a little too harsh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even give her 15 years, all right? The high court reversed that decision back in 2019 and told the appeals court to reconsider. The lower court then upheld a 65-year term, saying it had no authority to modify the consecutive sentences. The state Supreme Court voted four to three in December to send the case back for reconsideration again. But in January, after control of the high court shifted parties, it voted four to three to reconsider its own decision. 
Last week, a divided high court ruled that the consecutive terms were properly imposed. The Columbus Dispatch news sources reported that Gwen, now 62 years old and incarcerated at the Ohio Reformatory for Women in Marysville, isn't scheduled for release until 2081. Uh, they're going to have to appeal that again because that is a ridiculous term. She shouldn't do that much time. She didn't kill nobody. She had a bad habit. She had a drug habit. She needed help, and that's not going to help anybody, all right? You're just slaughtering the old woman. She's she's already elderly. What? Why would you do this to her, all right? It doesn't make no sense. You're not helping her. You're not helping contribute. You're not even contributing to society. All you're doing is slaughtering somebody, so you shouldn't even do that, all right? I'm totally against the freaking uh, sentencing, all right? She shouldn't be doing, she shouldn't, 15 years is too harsh, it's way too harsh. 10 years is too harsh. Five years is too harsh, all right? Maybe a year, or I wouldn't even give her two years. I think that's a little too harsh. But the, the but that's the most extreme, is two years, is the, that's the most extreme. You could give her a year in probation time, all right? That's too harsh. She had a bad habit. We all have a bad habit. And plus, Supreme Court officials in the judicial system, I don't know why you people and personnel act like you're so perfect. You Nobody's perfect. I'm pretty sure 99.9% .9 of you guys are doing something fucked up. So stop it, all right? You don't have to do that to her, all right? Just freaking... Punish her so she could learn her lesson and get her help. What the fuck is wrong with you, judicial system people? You make me sick. Spit on your goddamn freaking concepts in a way that you freaking want to punish people. Anyway, moving along. All right, a Hawaii couple convicted of spending decades living under dead babies' identities. Walter Primos and Glenn Morrison convicted on charges that could yield up to 10-year sentences. Excuse me. A jury has convicted a Hawaii couple of conspiracy, passport fraud, and identity theft for stealing identities and living for decades under the names of dead babies. The jurors deliberated for about two hours before reaching a guilty verdict Monday, according to court records. The judge presiding over the trial in U.S. District Court in Honolulu referred to the couple by their preferred names of Bobby Fort and Julie Monte. The couple had argued in court that their actions did not harm anyone. At the start of the trial, Assistant U.S. Attorney Tom Mullock said that the real Bobby Fort has been dead for more than 50 years. The baby had a bad cough and lived only three months, Mullock stated. The attorney, the defense attorney, one of the witnesses who testified was Tonda Montague Ferguson, who said she was in the eighth grade when her mother gave birth to her sister, Julie Montague, in 1968. But the infant, the infant had birth defects and died about three weeks later, uh, Ferguson says. Tonda Montague Ferguson, that is. Since these people are doing identity theft, let me make sure, you know, everybody is in good transparency. Who is who? The two babies were buried in Texas cemeteries 15 miles apart. 
Attorney Mullock says they had attended the same Texas high school and a classmate who had been in touch with them afterward remember they stayed with him for a while and said they planned to change their identities because of the substantial depth that they you know acquired over the years Mullock the defense attorney stated the husband even uses his fake identity, which made him 12 years younger, to join the Coast Guard, the prosecutor stated. When they are sentenced in March, they face up, they face about maximum 10-year prison terms for charges of making false statements in the application and use of a passport. They face up to five years for conspiracy charges and a mandatory two years consecutive terms for aggravated identity theft. The case gained attention soon after their arrest last year because prosecutors suggested it was about more than just identity theft early on. Prosecutors introduced Polaroid pictures of the couple wearing jackets that appeared to be or to be an authentic KGB uniform. Lawyers for the couple said they wore the same jacket once for fun and prosecutors later backed away from any Russian spy intrigue. All right, so that was a, so so the I guess the um, prosecutors was about to say there probably was potentially Russian spies or something, but they backed away from that argument and left that alone. So they was using identities of dead babies and stuff like that for years. Mm. That they they uh, accumulated a lot of debt, so they figured. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, they accumulated a lot of debt, so they figured that if they use a different identity, they could have a clean slate. But it looks like they got a clean slate in a ten-year prison term. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking to see what else is more up over here. I'm about to travel to Florida to see what the hell is going on in the state of Florida. And then I might back it up to Atlanta because there's always some type of debauchery going on in those couple of states right there. There's always some type of criminal activity going on in, goddamn, in the state of Florida. I don't know what is in the air in the state of Florida, but we are about to find out what's going on in the last couple of days. We got, I'm going to keep my eye on the state of Florida, all right? Mm-hmm. All right, found me one for Florida. This one might make you upset, ladies and gentlemen. Buckle your seat belts and get ready for a joyful ride. A Florida officer drunkenly strangles his ex after breaking into her apartment, deputies say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A Gainesville police officer was arrested after allegedly strangling his wife. I mean, his ex. I'm sorry, his ex. After a night out at a local club, after he broke into her apartment, according to an arrest alpha David from Alachua County Sheriff's Office. All right, so Christopher Bivens was arrested and charged with burglary of an unoccupied dwelling. Domestic battery by strangulation, grand theft, and criminal mischief. The incident happened on Friday night after Bivens and a woman found themselves at the same nightclub. Deputies said the two were in a previous intimate dating relationship and they shared a child together. 
The 25-year-old woman was at Simmons Nightclub in downtown Gainesville, Florida, when she received a text message from Bivens saying he was also at the club. According to an arrest affidavit, Bivens reportedly paid for a section of the club for her and her friends and had a pleasant grand evening. It was until they left that an argument erupted. While Bivens and the woman were leaving the club in separate directions, she received several calls from the front gate of her apartment complex, which means someone was trying to enter. Deputy said Bivens does not live at this apartment, nor does he have permission to be there. When she arrived at home, she saw Bivens' black truck parked across the street. She walked into her apartment to find visible damage to her door frame and the front door open. The report said she also told deputies that her apartment was in a disarray. When the woman confronted Bivens about why he was in her apartment without her permission, he took control of her neck and took her to the floor on her back against her will. All right. Took control of her neck and took her to the floor on her back against her will. The report stated while she was on her back, Bivens allegedly kneeled on top of her, strangling her until she almost lost consciousness. I saw stars, she told deputies, adding that she thought about her child and said she was going to lose her life over nothing. He released his grip and stepped back, giving the woman the chance to get up, get her car keys and flee to her mom's house in Gilchrist County. The Alpha Davis says, All right? When she returned to her apartment, the woman said her personal items were thrown over the balcony and several electronics, including an iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and AirPods were missing and couldn't be found. The deputies caught up with Mr. Bivens and arrested him. He told authorities he did meet up with the woman at the club but was heavily intoxicated at the time. He said he remembered parking his truck across the street from her apartment, but didn't remember going inside. Bivens was booked into the Alachua County Jail, but his bond status is unknown at this time. In August, Bivens was voted as Officer of the Month, according to a Facebook post from the Gainesville Police Department. Hmm. Last week, he was recognized for his outstanding work outstanding work, dedication, and commitment at the City of Gainesville Team Awards Ceremony. The Gainesville Police Department declined to comment on the incident at this time, given that it is an open uh, investigation, criminal investigation. God damn it, Bivens. What the fuck is wrong with you? Shit, Bivens. You're supposed to be a freaking leader. You're supposed to, uh, um, uh, how you call it? You're supposed, to be, you're supposed to be an example, a leading example for the community of Gainesville, brother. Why are you getting upset? Why are you drinking? That means you got hostility inside of you. He said he, said he don't even remember going into the apartment. He don't even remember. He just remembered that he was intoxicated and that he parked his truck across the street. He don't remember none of the other uh, uh, episodes where he... Jumped on her and strangled her and ah! He don't remember none of that shit. You always had hostility, all right? God damn it. What the fuck? 
It's because of you they're going to have AI robot police officers, man. We're going to be controlled by AI robots because they ain't going to trust humans no more to have the, the integrity to be a police officer, man. You are living proof that you're an asshole, brother. What the fuck? God damn it, Bivens. You make me sick. Ugh. Fuck is wrong with you, man? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. Every day, I be telling you these stories so you people will know what the hell is going on. All right? Uh, I want to watch some basketball. I got to go stream it on the internet because... The cable, I don't think the cable going to show me some basketball right now. Let me see if there's some college football going on. Let me see if there's some college football and stuff like that. Because if there's some college football on, I'm going to watch that. Now, let me see. Uh, yeah, there's some basketball right here. What is this, New Orleans? No, this is college back. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is New Orleans and Oklahoma. Yup, finna watch that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I will talk to you later. This is Thinking Out Loud. You already know what to do. Follow me on Instagram. That is Box Benji. That's what you got to type in the search engine. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. All right. Uh, I will talk to you in the comment section. I'm not scared to talk to anybody. All right. Sometimes I voice text. It doesn't work out for me. Sometimes I got to actually text you and type and shit like that. And then you can follow me on TikTok as well. I am very active on TikTok. TikTok is jumping, it's clicking. You know, everybody's on TikTok. So, this is Thinking Out Loud. I will holler at you later with another segment. I'm going to make sure that I make another segment in the next couple of hours. All right? This is November 1st, 2023. Oh, my. The year has gone so damn fast. So I'm gonna holler at you later. This is thinking out loud. Peace.